divisive, decisive, and delightfully incisive. It's Rhyme and Reason 666. Hey there, Rhyme and Reason rockers. Tony here again. Time to take another trip around the block on the bandwagon with a report about mountain goats. So be looking out the window. Be watching for those mountain goats. They're just some awesome animals. They're just awesome. They live up high in the mountains most of the time. Um, you know what? Mountain goats also happen to be a stupid band from North Carolina who probably wouldn't know truth if it zapped through their instruments, traveled up their fingers, and stimulated whatever brain cells they have left. But I don't know them. I don't know them personally, so maybe I shouldn't get started on what I really think about them, okay? Because... I'm just a white supremacist, racist, bigot, homophobic, and all those other woke phobics singer-songwriter, so what do I know about truth in music? I don't want to be divisive or anything. But wait, isn't it divisive to call someone a racist? Isn't that divisive? I mean, if you start name-calling as you're blasting out expletives, you know, dropping those F-bombs, how many huggy-hug-hugs are you going to pile up? And ain't that some of the rewards of inclusion? You know, the huggy-hug-hugs? But it's all good when you're bleeping away for a leftist cause, right? Virtue signaling for a platform where God and truth aren't welcome or appreciated or tolerated. What's that? You want an example? Okay. The mountain goats, not those beautiful animals up there high in the mountains that you might spot if you keep looking. No, the, the, the band... They verbally attacked, oh no, say it isn't so, they attacked Eric Clapton and Van Morrison on social media. They didn't attack them in person because social media is where all the brave soy boys thrive. I mean, apparently, Clapton and Morrison dared to write and perform protest songs. Well, you'd think, wait a minute. That's what most people are, you know, on the left do. They like to protest everything. Yeah, but they didn't protest against the accepted targets. No, the songs they wrote and dared to record and perform are protesting lockdowns. Lockdowns? Say it ain't so, Layla. Yeah, Clapton and Morrison recorded a song that uh, Van wrote, Van Morrison wrote, called Stand and Deliver. And... Mr. Morrison released three other protest songs, and listen to these names. No More Lockdown, that's the first one. Second one, As I Walked Out, and the third one, Born to Be Free. Mm, Wow. I've been a Van fan for a long time. I I might have to look at these songs more closely and see if his thinking ain't stinking, and my guess is it ain't, because... An article I read um, somewhere online said the songs portray the coronavirus lockdowns as fascists and also hit Hollywood celebs for telling us what we're supposed to feel. That's what somebody wrote about what is contained in the songs. And that's what I say is, bam, that's a left jab and a right cross. And yes, the subtle double entendre was intended. So um, I love it. When basically anybody decides to choose right over popular. 
but it's particularly satisfying to see popular music icons land on the right side of issues. And I say land because so often they got there due to economic concerns or other self-interest and not from wisdom, but regardless of how they got there, it's awesome to see well-known celebrities like um, Eric Clapton and Van Morrison buck the virtue politics trends. And in the music biz, you can't get much more well-known than these two guys, Eric Clapton and Van Morrison. I mean, they got 20 Grammys between them and tons of other music awards for each of them. I've played and I still play several of their songs. Um, I've done it throughout my years as a singer-performer and a lot of those songs are some of my most popular that I've ever had in my repertoire. But now, with the so-called cancel culture, these two famous singer-songwriters are experiencing effects of social justice warriors. And warriors has to go in quotes, of course. They're, um, those, those little wimpy people are preaching inclusion, but they practice hate. And it's simply because... Um, guys like Van and Eric are asking to see the science for lockdowns and mandates. They want to see the science, not just how somebody feels about it. Plus, you know, they chose to dare to stand for freedom and free enterprise. I mean, how divisive of them, right? Oh, de noive. Van Morrison's lyrics include a jab at celebrities for, quote, telling us what we're supposed to feel. And he asks, quote, is this a sovereign nation or a police state? And he even mentions our God-given rights. Wow, that's pretty cool. And Clapton said he's glad Van is standing up for musicians who are struggling or broke because of the lockdowns. And there's a lot of that going on. In fact, the proceeds from Van Morrison's songs and performances are going to those musicians. Yeah, he's not taking the proceeds. He's not taking the profits. But ironically, both famous guys now have to deal with the idiotic social media outrage and many of the mindless twits who spew their self-righteous and stagnant commentary are the kinds of musicians Morrison and Clapton are trying to help. It's weird. Weird what people will do, where they'll go. I saw where... One such dude on Twitter wrote, All the Clapton's racism would fit in one screenshot, man. Yeah, Eric Clapton is a racist. You're right, he's a racist. Because he's dared to perform with scores of singers and songwriters whose skin is of the more mocha or dark chocolate tones. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's a racist. Oh yeah, all the way. So once again... It doesn't matter what's true, right? What matters is how you feel. And if it feels right to you, then it is right. Right? Wrong. Truth is always going to be true. And truth is always going to seem like hate to those who hate the truth. So, by default, it's always going to be divisive. But that's eventually a good thing. And knowing that even Eric Clapton and Van Morrison understand that, in this case, inspires me to focus even more of my singer-songwriter skills on standing for truth. I want to do even more of that because when it comes to getting a point across, there's really there's nothing more magically effective than music. 
So, stay true to what's true. Keep it living in you. Stand up for what stands from the work of God's hands. And I'll leave it on that. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Rhyme and Reason Happy Hour here. Uh, this is Tony from TonyFunderburk.com, where, as always, I suggest and, and uh, encourage and uh, request for you to go over there, click on that merch tab, look for that t-shirt that says, Life has Rhyme and Reason because God made you. There's a rhyme and reason for your life.